Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Around the Emirates podcast with Sarah Musa, where I speak to guests from across UAE about topics you want to hear about. Today I am joined by a very special guest, Ahmed. Hello, Ahmed. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm great, thank you. It's so good to have you on the show today. Uh, yeah, so, thank you for having me. <laughs> of course, it's an absolute pleasure, especially um, to talk about all the amazing experiences that you're going to share on the show with me today. I'm so excited. Um, so for everyone listening in, Ahmed is a novelist, scriptwriter, and sometimes filmmaker. You want to explain that a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> well, my background is uh, filmmaking. I, I studied uh, film studies at the University of Ryerson in Toronto. In, uh, two I graduated in 2002 and then went on and got my MFA, the Master's in Fine Arts for script writing or creative writing for film and TV in 2004. So, yes, I'm old. <laughs> so, I wasn't going to uh, say it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and um, I went on. I published my first novel in 2005. It's called uh, Life is a Reason. And in 2006, I published my second novel. It's called Brothers in Terror. And since then, I stopped publishing novels, although I've written three other novels, but I've never published them yet. Oh, wow. Uh, I've, then I moved, uh, kind of moved to Los Angeles uh, till 2008. I worked there as a script doctor uh, at different studios, ABC, HBO, Warner Brothers, um in different okay. projects wait question what is a script doctor so script doctoring is basically you fix the script <laughs> so oh, it, sound, okay. it sounds exactly <laughs> the, yeah it is exactly how it sounds you know so you, they give you a script and they ask you to to doctor it to fix it so okay. you fix it and not not fixing in terms it's not editing it's different it's actually fixing the story fixing the characters, ah. fixing, fixing their voices, fixing any type of, uh, let's say, conflict that might occur, making sure that some, some scenes or some aspects of the script hasn't been told before. Um, you have the character sheet with you, so you know the character inside out, and you want to make sure that the character really sounds the way it is. Uh, their their lines, their if if it's if if it's a comedy, the punchlines are workable for the I character see. as well. I worked on the last two episodes of Friends in two thousand four. And I got the chance to work on the scripts. It wasn't only me, it was a whole team. So oh, wow. I got the chance to, I was an intern. Ah, I see. Time. So I was an intern. Uh, I, I had the chance to work with the, with the team. So we read the script before, before shooting. And we were trying to make sure that, you know, the voices of the characters were, were stable the jokes were told in the right way, the right rhythm uh, for them. Of course, the the actors by then, they've been 10 years playing these characters. Yeah, so, <laughs> so they know what to do. <laughs> it's, yeah, they know what to do. And they always have their own uh, suggestions and advices right. of yeah. what to say. And they have, by then, it was they had the full right to change anything they want. So... It wasn't, it, it was easier for us. It was an easy job, to be very honest. 
I can imagine. Wow. Okay. Um, and then filmmaking. Uh, filmmaking. I've done. I've done few shorts, you know, for schooling and stuff, and projects okay. like these, small projects. Uh, my biggest project I ever had so far was in 2015 here in Dubai, where um, I was able to write and direct a sitcom for Sama Dubai um, in for three seasons. It's wow. called uh, It's called Al Harb Al Aaliya Al Ula, which means the family war. Nice. Uh, comedy. So it was a fun experience for three years working mm-hmm. with them, uh, building oh, wow. the characters and everything, building, uh, you know, uh, developing these characters as well and ending it. It was fun to see it coming to life. Wow. Okay. So I guess my first question is which of those do you prefer doing? Well, I, I enjoy writing. I enjoy uh, developing a script and developing a story. Uh, filmmaking mm. is fun, but it's uh, it's time consuming. It's uh, a lot of energy you got to put in, a lot of soul. Um, while working on that project, uh, I literally couldn't, I didn't sleep for six months. Oh, oh my God, at the what? Time. <laughs> Yeah, because you know you're shooting, you're editing, you you're rewriting. You know, we there is a saying, and it's true: writing is always rewriting. So your yeah. script keeps on; you keep on rewriting it even during shooting. So, and wow. I was the writer and I was the director, so I I had two jobs, and they were mm. the two heavy jobs mm-hmm. at the project. So everything was all the burden was on me. Right, right. I understand. So, so uh, it was a fun experience, but I don't really want to. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that shit again. We're done. No, 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 no. no. That's it. You know, that was a good. uh, I've done it once, and that's it. You know, that's all good. It's on my CV. It's on my portfolio. That's it. That shit's done. Um, awesome. So, um, one of my kind of the things that I wanted to talk to you about as well is like, what are some of the key challenges that you face, and how did you think? uh, How did you overcome them, especially like? working you know in, in LA and everything like like that must have been a really life-changing kind of experience for you oh of course uh, you, you really have to prove yourself it's always um, it's a challenge every project is a challenge uh, mm. you have so many people um, you know looking over your shoulder right. waiting for you to fail and uh, because you know you know in in, in their contracts there is a sentence that is very scary, but uh, they actually put it there to to make you go the extra mile. They actually they actually add in their contracts. Remember, you're always replaceable. Oh my God, it's like a threat. <laughs> exactly. So they always, you know, especially in the writing room. Yeah. Uh, you're always replaceable. You know, you can't you can't come up with a with a line. You can't come up with a story. You cannot come up with that boom you're out there is no t- second chances uh, so i remember one of the projects we i worked on was uh, prison break season four. Oh, and, uh, cool uh, well it, it it's not as or not exciting cool as <laughs> <Never mind. laughs> maybe not cool <laughs> it, it, it was a task force more than a team it, it wasn't gotcha. it wasn't working on the project it was working on an incident so one of the main characters her name is sarah got killed yes. off in season in season three and um, the reason why they killed her off is because she got the, the actress got pregnant right, and it right, was yeah. ag- against it was against her um, 
con uh, contracted. So when she found a loophole and she sued the studio and she won and the the sent well the judge or the court um sentenced that the studio has to get her back on on this project even so, though she'd already just been killed off yes oh boy. so they, they put us together they i was chosen with the with a few other writers we were seven writers they put us in this house they literally put us in this house and they told us you have three months to come up with a solution oh, of how to bring her back god so we Ow. literally we were not allowed to leave that house yeah allah <laughs> they were basically uh, literally they they there was a, there was a truck every morning coming in with food and supplies and everything and we are sitting there watching every single episode of of prison break and uh, watching every scene every scene that she's in mm. and putting in together you know putting together a map of all her movements all her lines where exactly can we find a way yeah so i mean i watched the show so so i definitely i remember seeing thinking like oh my god sarah's dead and obviously my name is sarah so it especially hurt me on a personal <laughs> level but then yeah. i was like oh my god she's back it's like what is this so i totally remember that that's, that's insane how you have to literally bring a character back to life i guess um uh being stuck in a house for three months was the solution <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it was very it was very hectic it was um like uh, we to the to the point that we were very worried that we won't be able to do it mm. and uh there was there was a there was a moment when we said that you know we can't do that we can't do this and, wow uh, because we couldn't you know you couldn't sleep and this is your life now this is this show no of course is, is your life it consumes you back. of exactly. course and well, it, yeah. was a, it was a good thing for your resume yeah, if uh, I mean, that's the best thing. That's the best test for you. <laughs> that's one of the things, you know, that, you know, you, you really want to do this because, you know, if you do it and you and, and it flies, then you can add it into your resume. You can you can get more jobs in the future, you know? Yeah, no, of course. I mean, I think you've also answered kind of my next question. I was going to say, what wild stories do you have? But I think you being locked in the house for three months to revive a dead character off a TV show is uh, is wild enough. Um, but... Well, I have a, I have another story for you of how oh, please, did I ahead. get in? Of how did I get into this whole film thing? Okay. Um, it was all by accident. <laughs> oh, was it now? Okay, tell me. Well, um, like everybody else, you know, I graduated from high school here and applied to different universities around US and Canada. And uh, of course, I didn't apply for film. I applied for engineering because that's what my parents want me to be. Mm. So I got I got accepted as an engineering student, electrical engineering in in the in Ryerson University in Toronto. Well, I came to uh, first. First, I came to Toronto, and I studied. I did my TOEFL. I don't know if it still exists now or not. <laughs> so I studied English as a second language, and I had to. I had to get this test. It's called TOEFL mm -hmm. to be able to to get into uh, universities as as a as an international student. 
So uh, for six months, I went to this English institution. I got, uh, I did the exam. Um, I I passed, and then I started applying for universities while I was in Canada. And I got into Ryerson as an engineering student. So I went on orientation week. I went to meet my advisor, my professor advisor. And he was telling me about all the courses that I have to take and everything. And he got this phone call. This is where it turned, where everything turns around. He got this phone call and he excused himself for around 40 minutes. And I was there in his office alone, sitting there. And um, I was looking through this bulletin book where all the majors that the university has. And I was just going through it just as a curiosity. And I kind of fell into film studies and I started reading about it. Uh, just reading nothing. I wasn't thinking of switching or anything like that. And when he came in, I just asked him as a sort of curiosity and joke. And I told him, what if I wanted to switch to film? Is that, is that doable? <laughs> and he said, yes, of course, you know, you, you got accepted as engineering and there's no prerequisite for, for film. So I can do it right now. Do you want me to do that? And I was like, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if he was joking or not. You know, I was just said, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he switched me right there and then. <laughs> and he's like, all right, these are the you have to go to your other advisor now in the other department of film. It's the other side of the university. And I was like, what? Like, oh, you, you did you do it. <laughs> he's like, yeah, oh, it's my done. God, you're 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 a film student now. What? Yeah, I was like, I was like, okay, I don't know what to tell my parents now. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. So I, I, so I never told them that I switched to film. Oh my God, you're trying to it, die. You're trying to die. Yeah, exactly. So it uh, in third year, third year university, third year film school, it kind of slipped out of my mouth. So I got, I got this internship in Vancouver. I lived in Toronto. I, I, I went to, I got this internship in Vancouver to be in this show called Smallville. Oh. So I, I used to watch that show. That, now you're talking about 2001. Yeah. Uh, the show just came out and uh, it's about Superman before he was Superman. So it's Superman during his teen, during high school. So it was a new concept and it was exciting. And um, I have two months I, because I needed to do, I needed uh, internship hours mm. and I got, I, got this, I got this gig and I was so excited and I called my mother and I told her that, you know, I got this, I got this internship and she's like, oh, mashallah, mabrook, that's great. What is it about? I was oh, like, God. oh, it's in this, I was like, I, I forgot completely, you know? So I, <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's in this TV show. It's about Superman. And she's like, whoa, whoa, what? TV no. show? No. <laughs> Superman? What, what are you talking about? And uh, I know that, you know, I messed up. So oh, <laughs> I realized, so I tried to fix it. And I was like, oh, you know, they need engineers sometimes. They need <laughs> engineers to work. Uh, but, she, but she knew that, you know, it was something else. So you, I confessed. <laughs> liar, liar, film on fire, honestly. Exactly. Like, <laughs> wow, that is so an I was like, story. yeah, mom, you know, I'm actually studying film and everything. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> oh yeah it was it was it was a 
a dark moment in the family as she says it you know she's like oh phil what am i gonna tell your uncles what am i gonna tell everybody now <laughs> what about our reputation <laughs> exactly you know what, what what are you gonna do when you come back here you want to be a filmmaker what the hell is wrong with you <laughs> well funnily enough you actually raised a really interesting point so obviously like you know in in, in our culture it's not very common to have i mean it's more common now but in you know in in the last you know 10 15 years it wasn't very common for people to go into kind of filmmaking acting media entertainment um so having been in a situation where you were literally doing engineering before you became kind of filmmaker and writer what would you say is a word of advice that you have for the listeners who want to take that step forward but are too scared i say that do it you know when when i learned about film it wasn't what i expected it's yeah. it's not that it's not that you know fantasy world no it's there's a lot of science in film there's a lot of math in film there's a lot of psychology in film there's a lot of history in film uh, film is 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 a, is an ocean it's not only about grab we never grabbed the camera until second year first year we were learning like I, I, like I, like for example if i come to you and i tell you define me the word film f i l m what does mm. it stand for it's actually an acronym it's uh, it's the fundamental illuminating motion this is right. an acronym it's not the role it's not the film role that's called negative that's that's not film that's negative so film is is a is a way of life as well it's entertainment the entertainment business has been here since the age since like the dawn of time Mm. you know like if you look at uh, if you look at arabs the the entertainment was actually reciting poetry that's kind of a, if you that's entertainment that's right. reciting poetry you know plays yeah. the romans they had theater and everything so now this is the new age of entertainment which is cinema the cinema is basically a theater so film studies teaches you so many aspects of uh, of telling a story it's a it's a story it's a storytelling world um, it's brilliant it's scary it's fun it's uh, mesmerizing i'm so glad that this whole thing happened because it gave me a new perspective not only about myself it's about life mm. and how do i see things so i'm very glad for that phone call that the professor got that <laughs> gave me the time gave me the the time to look through that bulletin and for the joke that i i said and he took it seriously so don't be afraid yes it might be scary i i was very scared when i came back in 2008 uh, because i didn't know what to do here and i actually got a job in in a non-profit organization doing exactly the opposite of what I really wanted for, for some time. But then I chose to leave that job and to do this and to write um, as a freelancer since 2010. Wow, that's incredible. I mean, I, I love the fact that you kind of fell into the industry by accident, but I love how much you've learned and how much you've grown just through the story that you've just told me. And 
knowing that it is possible to find a career in this industry, it is possible to make a profit out of it, it is possible to be happy in it. It may not be the conventional careers of like, you know, lawyer, doctor, etc. But it is still something that can bring you so much joy and happiness. And I mean, you have a family too. Like you, you're, you're enjoying yourself, you're enjoying your career, you have like, mashallah, you have a family and you're still able to like, be happy and do what you want and actually make a career out of your passion. So um, I think it's it's fantastic that you've been able to kind of get this far and you've worked on some fantastic shows as well, which a lot of the listeners will very clearly relate to. Um, but yeah, I mean, thank you so much for sharing your story with me today. And thank you for inspiring the listeners to really kind of reach for the stars and, and, and make that jump if they want to. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you so much for this. And I hope that uh, everybody would go on and pursue their dreams and not to worry about today, you know, let it go, let, let it move forward and you will find yourself in, in places that you never imagined. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Ahmed. Thank you, everyone. Have a great Thank day. You. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.